Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hope you have enjoyed these book recommendations. Today's episode is our final book recommendation for National Book Month. And today's book is a true story written by my friend, Jacob Jones. He is on the podcast with us today, too. So we actually have the author with us for today's podcast, and I'm super excited. He is sharing his story of addiction and his recovered life. And I am so excited that he is with us. He's our first guy on the podcast. And our conversation um, about his book today actually led us into this really great conversation about identity. And it was so good, you all. It just like, it just kind of, the Lord just kind of led it that way. And it was just so good. So like grab something to take notes with if you're able and just just soak in every word of it because it was such a great conversation. He shared some great things and I hope that it gives you tons of aha moments. So now for my conversation with my friend, Jacob Jones. Hey, Jacob, welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. We are so excited to have you. Um, And just, just so you'll know, you are the first guy that has been on the podcast. So you are a little on the, um, you're privileged. It's the first time we've had a guy. This is our fifth season and it's always been about the girl. So we are talking about um, Jacob today. So this is a whole new um, realm for us to have a guy on. So anyways, welcome to the podcast and tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, Sherry, thank you so much for having me on, and um, I'm honored. I'm honored to be the first guy on your podcast. I feel like uh, kind of uh, that Pio spirit is on me now to, yes. uh, to step in as the first man <laughs> on, on your podcast, so um, that was a little plug for our lead pastor, but um, yeah, it's an honor. So uh, my name is Jacob Jones, um, and do several different things, uh, author, speaker, and also serve as the director of missions and outreach um, over our campuses at Alive Church. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit about me. Um, I just want to say congrats too, because I saw your um, book is a number one Amazon bestseller. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. It is. That is. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was, um, <clears throat> you know, I remember, uh, just a quick snapshot of, of writing the book. And um, I really felt uh, it, it heavy on my heart from God just to put the message out there. And I didn't think it was going to be the end all be all of addiction or some huge thing. But what what I thought that the book would do, what I felt that God was leading me to write the book for was that it would be a glimmer of hope for somebody that needed it, either somebody experiencing mm-hmm. addiction themselves or the family to let them know that um, God is still alive and well, that um, he is a redeeming God. And, and not, not only will he bring us through these situations, but he'll make good out of it. Yes. Yes. And I remember that because I read your book. I ordered it like when you first, um, when it first came out and sat down and read it. And I was just like blown away by your story. And it was just, I could see 
um, like your words and how you talked about what you went through, but also what your family went through. I mean, there was so much healing that I saw take place in this book. And I, um, love that you didn't like sugarcoat yourself to make yourself like, Oh, you know, I was just somebody who got my feelings hurt and went down a wrong path. You were very open and very honest about everything that you did and the things that you put your family through. And so, yeah, I saw it as a really, as a, as a book of hope, like you said, um, something that could be very hopeful to some, um, even someone who wasn't needed to go through recovery, but their family, someone in their family was going through recovery. Um, And I don't want to talk about the book too much because, you know, this is October. It's National Book Month. I am all about, we talk about books a lot on the podcast because I am a big reader um, and I have been for a long time, but we are just talking about books this month. And yours is the book that I picked that was, I wanted to pick a true story. And I was like, I know Jacob and I love his story and I love this book. And I think too, we have, um, we probably have listeners out there that have family members that are um, having issues with substance abuse, or maybe even listeners that we have that are starting or have issues or maybe like starting to um, experiment with different substances that they shouldn't be. Um, and so that's why I wanted people to read your story because I feel like it is a story of hope and, and it's so it's raw and it's real. And, um, and I loved, I loved it. And I love that God laid on your heart to share it. Um, and I know like things started pretty simple with you. It just started, you, you know, you started smoking weed was the first thing you did. Right. And then kind of led to the, to everything else. But one of the things that I think the big, um, theme through your book is, um, you finally realizing your identity that you weren't somebody's, you know, your identity wasn't in your dad. Um, your, and if people want to know what that is, they're just gonna have to read the book to find out more. Um, your identity (laughs) wasn't being a, um, football player. Um, but your identity was in Christ and, you know, and one of the principles here at pineapple principle is, um, owning your crown, which are, is our way of saying owning your identity in Christ, you know, cause you are a daughter of a King, you have a crown on your head. Um, and so just, I want you just to share like how, that helped in your recovery process and how knowing your identity, um, is so important is, is, and not relying on, you know, thinking you're something when your identity is in Christ. Yeah. So, um, it was all, I think it all kind of crystallized for me as far as identity piece, there's probably certain aspects of it where, um, where my identity was getting hung up in other things. But the first huge time that, that I kind of latched my identity onto something and it completely failed me um, was when I was at Alabama playing football. Um, So when I was going through school um, and that's uh, another thing in the book that people are experiencing, if you're experiencing anxiety, uh, if you're experiencing fear of rejection from peers, um, whatever it is, just depression, identity things, all mm-hmm. that's in the book as well. So it speaks to those issues and not only just um, addiction, which addiction is a very broad umbrella for a lot of people, a lot of families. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, but one of the first times I'm um, speaking to the specific identity piece, one of the first times that, <clears throat> that I felt that was when um, I went to Alabama 
Um, I remember going there. And I also remember in this time being very much um, uh, ungrateful for the opportunities that I had. I, I remember leading up to that point for many, many years, just training before and after practice, doing all of this stuff, eating ridiculous amounts of food to keep my weight up because my metabolism was ridiculously high um, and doing just like crazy things all to get an opportunity to play college football. So fast forward, finally get an opportunity to play college football. Um, and I remember before I even set foot on the field or, or had my first practice, um, I was like, oh, well, when I get to the NFL, and it was like a, a very, um, it just showed my state of mind at that point that I wasn't going to be satisfied no matter what. So when I was trying to latch my identity on to be an Alabama football player, obviously I wasn't going to satisfy me because I was already looking past that. So in reality, nothing was going to be good enough. And when I began to um, come out of football, so I ended up taking a medical release um, tore my quads multiple different times, um, ended up couldn't play football anymore. And at that point, I was just left with me. And that was it. And uh, I wasn't a football player anymore. I really didn't know the track of where I was going in college. Um, and then it was the first time where all that just hit. And it was one of the worst feelings ever. It's just having like a, um, a warm blanket rip, ripped off of you. And there's just nowhere to go. There's nowhere to hide. And you just I was just sitting there with me and myself. Um, so that's the first time that I really experienced um, what happens when we latch our identity to something on other than Christ that it can always be taken away. Um, but at the mm -hmm. core of me, who I am is a child of God, and that's it. And I'm, I'm mindful about what I say today, even um, in being a husband, and I absolutely love being a husband. I love my wife, but that is not who I am. Um, I love um, speaking at different places, doing podcasts, um, doing things like that. Um, but that is not in and of itself who I am. I love being an author and I love that um, I get to share my message of hope. I love um, telling of what God has done in my life, but it's not who I am because who I am is a child of God. Mm -hmm. and, and even as I go, I don't know, uh, Sherry, if you've heard this, but even as I go on stage, um, I, I generally say that um, I serve as a director of missions and outreach. Um, and, and I'm just kind of, it's just me. It's a me thing. So I, I usually steer away from I am um, the director of missions and outreach. Uh, and, and I'll say that I serve as that or, you know, whatever it is, I'll preface it that way. And it's just because, like I said, rewind, I, I put so much stock in being um, things that I was good at, um, that I started to latch my identity to it and it got out of whack with who I truly was. Yes. Yeah. I, um, like I have many titles. I have lots of titles, but when it comes down to it, who I am is a daughter of a King. And I was right. even in a meeting one time, well, a small group actually. And everybody was like, we were saying who we were, we were talking about who we were and everybody was saying all these things. And I was the last one to go. And I was like, I'm a daughter of a King mic drop. And I mean, right. like everybody was yeah. like, Oh, like, and I was like, but that that's it. That's who I, that that's me. That's where my identity is. That's it. And I think a lot of times we don't realize that we want to say, Oh, but I'm a speaker. I'm an author. I'm a podcaster. Like I do this in ministry right. or I play sports or I'm a piano player or I sing. Those are, those are like hats that you wear, 
that, right. you know, and those hats can like with the wind, they can just fly off and you can lose those hats. Like when you've been out on a boat or in the back of a pickup truck and your ball cap goes flying from the wind, those can leave you, but your identity in Christ never goes anywhere. That crown is permanent. Like you're a son right. of a, of a King. I'm a daughter of a King. And that crown is not going anywhere. It is there to stay no matter what we do or how we mess up because right. grace is always there and we can come back to it. That, that identity in him never leaves us never. Yeah. So, but yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was talking to somebody recently about this too. And even like what God has called us to do. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I think this is something that I was talking with a young man that goes to our church and he's gung ho about full-time ministry and becoming a pastor and all those things. And, and I just looked at him and I said, one thing that you're going to have to try really, really hard to do um, is make sure that your calling doesn't become your identity. Because that's at the end of the day, it's not who you are. You're, you're not that pastor. You're not this person or that. Now, if you have your firm foundation in God as, you know, at the core of, of who I am, if you shuck it all down, what we keep talking about is that I'm a child of God. And from that, from that perspective, then you can go and be an excellent pastor. You can go and be an excellent husband. You can be the best podcaster. You can do all these things. Um, but I think it has to come from that perspective and keeping that in line. And, and what I was talking about is like, you know, I say like I serve as or do this or that. Um, I'm not telling people like, don't say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a podcaster, I'm this or that. I'm just saying, make it clear in our minds, whatever way that we have to do that to make sure that our identity is not drifting towards um, uh, heavier weighted towards a podcaster or a pastor or a husband, but that heavier weight is more towards a child of God and always making sure that we have that perspective. Yes. You made me think I heard Torn Wells. Um, I love Torn Wells. Um, heard him on a podcast one time talking about how we get identity, purpose, and our calling. We get those all messed up. And he, I even had, it was so funny. I had it right here. I had to open it up. And he talks about our identity is who God says I am. You know, he owns the copyright to us and he created us and nobody can change that. We're exclusively his. And our purpose is our, you know, our calling the general direction that God is sending us. And it's what we're passionate about. Um, and then our assignments are specific way we carry out what God has called us to be. And those assignments can change all the time. Like right now, my assignment is a podcaster. You know, I shouldn't say it's a hat that I wear. I should say it's an assignment right now, this ministry and this podcasting and, and writing and speaking, that's an assignment he's given me and, th and that can change. Yeah. And that's not who my identity is. So yeah, mm. I, I love talking about like our identity in Christ. Cause I don't feel like we talk about it enough. We we yeah. want to social media and society has, you know, let's, let's see how great we are. Let's, let's make ourselves sound good and look good when it all comes down to, it's nothing but our identity in Christ. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think too, that's where we get our, um, our worth from. So that's, that's another part of, uh, of if we truly know at, at a foundational level of who we are, um, then we always feel worthy um, and, and we know who loves us. Um, but like I was talking about a little while ago um, with the whole football thing, um, if we're striving for all these things to get worth, then it's never going to be enough because we've all, we're, we're trying to put these, um, these fleeting pursuits 
uh, in the place where, where only God can fill us. Yes. So there's this spiritual void inside of us where we want to feel worthy. We want to feel loved. And whether that's, um, you know, through status of buying the next car, or buying the next home, um, young ladies out there or, or young men, whoever is listening, um, chasing the next relationship. Um, those things are great when, when it's done in perspective. Um, but again, like we keep talking about when they get out of balance, and that's the thing that you're chasing for worth, when that's the thing that you're chasing for happiness, when that's the thing that you're chasing for love, it will always fail you. Um, and I only say that from experience because um, I, I, I chased things for about a decade of my life. I chased drugs, um, alcohol, I chased, you know, uh, the pursuit of, of attaining some type of status so that people would look at me in a better light. Um, and the further and further that we go down that road, the more and more we have to get to make us feel better. Mm-hmm. The, the higher the, the, the bar is raised to get to a, a different level of status. Um, if you're earning, you know, X amount of dollars at your job, once you get there, you think that, oh, well, if only I can get this, you know, this much money or this pay raise, then that'll be it. And then you get there and it's not enough. And the reality is it's never enough whether it's a Ferrari, again, whether it's a new house, whether it's the promotion at the job, whether it's that next relationship, none of those things are ever enough. Um, It's only God at our core that can sustain us. And again, once we build on that new car is amazing. Having a house, it's great. You know, a husband or a wife, absolutely amazing. Promotions, that's great because it's all in order um, and in line with what God wants for our life. Yep. Oh, that's so good. This is so, this was so good, Jacob. Thanks for coming on and talking about your book. It's just like, we, I love it went yeah. into this deep um, thing about identity and where, and our worth in God. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before I let you go? Um, the only thing that I want to say, if you're listening out there and you're going through a challenging time, just know that God will not only see you through it, but he'll make something good out of it. So keep your head up. Oh, so good. Yes, yes, yes. And um, we will definitely um, put a link to your book in the show notes. So everybody who is listening today can go and um, grab your book and read it. And let's, uh, it, it's just a great story of hope. It's an amazing story. And um, I am so proud of you for writing it. And I am so um, proud of you. You are my friend, my brother in Christ. And I'm so glad that God put us on the same, uh, same path that our paths crossed. So I appreciate you being on here, Jacob, and and sharing with our community. All right. Well, thanks again, Cherry, for having me. Y'all have a good day. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.